Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Um, this is going to be a fascinating, well, it might be, or it's going to be interesting to me, put it that I way. Think, I um, think you might be put, pushing it a bit there. Fascinating. Yeah, One yeah. of our podcasts. Fascinating. fascinating. Uh, no, no, it, it's going to be interesting because this yeah. story I knew absolutely nothing about apart from it's got the girl from the Liver Birds in it. And which put you off. Which put me off. So I, yeah. I've never watched it, and I didn't know anything about it. I didn't realise that the adversary we're talking about is actually going to come back in a in a future story. Yeah. Didn't know anything about it at all. But from what you were saying last week, um, you think this is quite a good story, and I uh, and I've watched it, and I am completely underwhelmed by it. Uh, so I'm oh, I'm interested to see what you find interesting. Yeah. To me, I just found it quite of a Plod. It's definitely, um, it's definitely sort of a, a game of two halves. This because, what I don't think the plot's much to speak of. In fact, when you think about it, it's like a lot. A lot of the plot is very vaguely unconnected to the other plot until like the final episode. Um, but I do think it's got a lot of, of plus points uh, on it. All right. Mainly the cast. <laughs> well, there's some in, in this cast. I have got massive problems with all right is, it, is his name matthew no for oh, once wow. no oh. for, I, I didn't mind him and i think i'm i because i'm being distracted by all this oddness yes. that is going on it is a very very odd story and it is one of those stories where after watching it you you think this is possibly deeper than i can appreciate it at, but it might not be it might be Emperor's New Clothes, and I'm just thinking it's cleverer than it is. Well, I did see yeah. that the writer, you know, wanted to base a lot of it on Buddhism. Yes, yes, very Buddhist uh, sort of goings-on. Barry Letts would have loved it. Yeah. Um, can you imagine John Pertwee in this? They'd have had to put a fight in somewhere. Yeah, there's got to be some yeah. uh, uh, judo in to, there somewhere yeah, or other. Yeah, they'd have to beat up the natives or something. Um this this was a this is strange. I wish I could go like I think we said it before, but I wish I could go back in time and sort of see what what younger me thought of this because I remember sort of liking it, think it was good, but it is very weird. I can't imagine many kids watching this and and being riveted by it. It's not much of a romp, is it? No, 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 not not at all, not at all. Um, but I think it is a slow burn. But I think that it's sort of that it's less than the sum of its parts. But I do enjoy watching it. I enjoyed it again this time. I got like by episode four, I'd been swept up and I forgot to make a lot of notes. So the story obviously does draw you in. But I couldn't tell you what what half of it means. You know, I don't know what, what you know. Tegan falling asleep under a tree and being menaced by a snake. That might have some hidden meaning, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Really. All right, let's crack on. Yes. And, and uh, we will we will talk about this thing then. Yes. Insert clip here. I think your guess was right. The kinder are telepathic. Why should they obey him? I don't know. I've tried to communicate with them myself, but I can't get through. The problem is knowing what punishment would be most appropriate. T to what? To teach you not to steal, not to commit treason. To wash behind the ears. Must be painful, don't you think? For heaven's sake! When I was a boy, I was beaten every day. Never did me any harm. Made me the man I am. Look, I have a silence! Suggestion. All right, speak up. What is it? Well, I was simply going to suggest that you banished him from the dome, left him at the mercy of the trees. No, no. The trees have no mercy. Oh, yes, I was forgetting. Weren't you? Must I think of everything myself? 
But I wish to announce the procedure to effect the punishment of Adric. Implementation and... So you've got this dome. Yes, we get a, a dome. It's another um, studio-bound story. No, um, this could this could have perhaps benefited from some location work. You know, go nip down to Black Park and faff you, about with some dry ice. I you, think it might have benefited. Yeah, you say nip down to. It looks to me not even like a studio. It looks like they've nipped down to the local garden centre. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of foliage that looks like it's in pots in this it's um, it's shoddy yeah. yeah absolutely if you'd gone to the domes we say about the domes in in a forest the web you know um you know in blake seven they actually went to a forest for your yes. establishing shots yeah. and it would have helped but it, it's clear they've only got two sets you've got an interior and an exterior and that's basically it isn't it yeah you know? it's it's very contained i don't know what the, the thinking was behind it because if you were like looking at the scripts for season one you know peter davison's first season season one of his um you'd get to this one you'd go okay set in the far set in the jungle set in the forest you know, Let's do the uh, location. I don't know why they thought, oh, well, let's do it in the studio and do it cheaply. Um, but then they did with Time Flight, didn't they? It's like, mm. perhaps they were biting off more than they could chew. Um, when you consider it's the same, you know, show that did, was it Planet of Evil that we really yeah. liked? Yeah. And, and the one, um, is that the one with a really good jungle in it? Yeah, that, yeah. You got, again, you've got almost a, you know, a survival dome and a mat and a jungle, but very much better done. Um, the the thing that annoys me in this is, if you're if you're in a studio and you're saying it's a jungle, stop showing the floor. Mm. You know, throwing a few leaves about doesn't cover up that it's made of concrete. It's um, absolutely flat as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, completely flat. It, yeah. It's it's like in Earthshock uh, where they they're in the caves and they keep showing the floor. It's like it's flat. Mm. What sort of cave is this? Um, but I think that straight away we see, which I think are the big strengths of this show we uh, we see richard todd i imagine that's where the money went that was a shock to see him in there yeah, it's like bloody he, hell it's richard todd big big star um famous actor one of britain's best at the time um i think he had semi-retired by then he was doing conventions and that um and i i think i can't remember the story but i think he did this like again what the classic he wanted his grandkids to have something to see again, right. sort of thing um, but yeah, great, great actor. Of course, very memorable story of when Matthew Waterhouse tried to give him acting directions, <laughs> um, which Matthew Waterhouse now maintains was a joke, but everyone else maintains he was serious. I'm not sure about um, that, Matthew. No, it's like mm, just, just own it. You're, a, you're a young twatty teen. Yeah. We, you know, unfortunately, your teenage years were on camera. We, we got hours away yes, when no one was yeah, watching. We can disguise them. Exactly, yeah. So, so yeah, Richard Todd playing Hindle. And another strength, or probably just me that likes this, love their uniforms. Really like them. Simple, but very believable. Well thought out. Someone someone knows military has done that. Braces, you know. Really like the uniforms. What do you um, think of the pith helmets, though? That's a step too far. I, That's almost like going... They're colonials. Do you get it? Do you get it? It's the colonial. They're nudge, British, nudge. mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it didn't need that, I don't think. Everything. That's just sort of a step too far, I think. Um, Do you know whose idea it was? For the pith helmets. Was it JNT, perhaps? It was JNT. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, JNT. Because um, everything else is sort of. It's, it's not aware. It's not subtle, is it? But it's sort of. It brings it. I mean, I imagine kids at the time not really understanding the colonial past of Britain and, you know, stuff like that, mistreating the natives. Um, but yeah, this is, this is, I think he's a, a huge strength in this. I think he does a great job. Well, um, yeah. Um, yeah, to begin with, but when he becomes in shock and everything and he's all smiley, it's all, he, it's all a bit silly. Oh, I quite like that. I quite like that he regresses 
I like that, that all the males regress into childhood and it, different aspects of childhood, except for the Doctor, who already is a big child. Yeah. Because um, Matthew Warthouse is like, he becomes uber sarky twatty teen. Uh, Simon Rouse becomes very much the playful but spoiled brat. Um, you know, Richard Todd becomes the uh, can't we just all be friends sort of uh, child. I'm not sure what what the Buddhist significance is that they're very much a, a, an anti-male theme running Oh boy, this. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, uh, women are the only ones that can understand the truth and men regress to childhood. To be fair, they might be right. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm sat in a room surrounded by toys. Mm, they might have something. They might um, do. You say, oh, Simon. Right. Simon Rouse, and again, I think he's a huge strength in this. No, he's, he's the worst thing. No, he's not. He's almost really? the worst. I thought he, I, he's all right to wow. begin with, but when he starts losing it and starts shouting and stuff, and it's like, oh no, this is I think, over I, the top. That, yeah, this, I, th I think this is the first time we've disagreed. Oh yeah, I didn't like uh, him at yeah, all. Really? To begin oh, with, yeah. it's like I know you from somewhere. I know you. Yeah. I had to stop and and look him up on IMDb, he's and it's like Ill. bloody yeah. hell, it's him off the bill. Yeah. yeah, of course it. It, I can't. I think it. This was just around the bill time, so I knew him off the bill. Um, weirdly, Reg Hollis appears later on as well, an unrecognisable Reg Hollis. Um, but that's interesting because so, so the things I'm liking about this, you're not liking. No. Nope. It'll be interesting to see if there's anything you like about this. Um, I like the fact that Nissa goes off into the TARDIS. Yeah, this well. this is. Yeah, this is brilliant. So, we, we yeah we go to the TARDIS, and if, weirdly, I mean, what this is bizarre. The BBC had negotiated the contracts and got all the episode numbers wrong, haven't they? So, so Nissa had to lose four episodes, <laughs> and the, the beginning and the end of this were filmed as part of the, the block before and after. Um, and Janet Fielden, I think, had to lose one episode, which is why she falls asleep in one episode and then doesn't wake up to the next episode, because, again, that was filmed in the episode before. Um, but it, this is almost back to Hartnell days, isn't it, where mm. someone just disappears. And it's the most ludicrous. It's like uh, Niss is going, oh, I've got a headache. And the doctor's like, OK, young lady, you're going to sleep for the four episodes. And just lock him in the TARDIS. With the sonic screwdriver. Yes, with the sonic screwdriver, rather, rather amusingly uh, tied with string to that box. Nessa keeps taking a sonic screwdriver into her bedroom. <laughs> what is going on? And in the visitation as well. Yes, we've mentioned this before. We have, yeah. Um, but but basically, uh, yeah, Nessa gets the vapours, don't she? And uh, has to go and have a lie down. Off she goes, yeah. And that's after that. That's when we see old Neris for the Neris, first yeah. time. Now, what do you think of Neris? Because I think she's really good. I think she's really good. I agree. Oh, yeah. I was she dreading is, her. Yeah. Because, really? Yeah. Yeah, because I I was imagining we're going to have um, the play school woman level yeah. of uh, of acting. Um, but uh, no, no, no. For me, she's one of the strong points. Yes, I, I agree. She's she. I wish that uh, Tegan, Nissa, and Adric had got killed. <laughs> and the doctor went off with her, with Todd. I have written, written somewhere down Todd, here. Yeah. yeah, I've written. Yes, yeah, indeed. I've written somewhere down in here. Uh, she would have made a good companion. Yeah, brilliant companion. I got that at the end of my notes. It's like oh, I wish she'd have stayed on. Her report. She's got so much chemistry with Peter Davison. Yeah, um, and it's re really good. Really good performance. Very, very strong. Yeah. Um, but then, then we meet, which I think is a weak point of this story. We meet the Kinder. Um, mm hmm who are all stereotypical natives. Um, at least, at least they didn't brown them up. No, yeah. I think, luckily, we were just into the 80s, and that was deemed yeah, not to be. Because yeah. with the dreaming that we find at the end, that, that yeah. that's a, an Aboriginal uh, idea, a concept. Yes, you know, yeah. you had the dream. Kate Bush had based a whole the album called The Dream. Yeah. And The Dream Time, yeah. So, so yeah, th th this could be allegorical to uh, um, the Aboriginal race, yeah. couldn't it? I think that's that's why it feels... 
the script feels like it's a lot more intelligent than it is, I think, because it weaves in a lot of of religious mumbo jumbo that we've grown up with. So you, th you think, oh, this must mean something. And I, I got a feeling at the back of my head, it doesn't. I'm not sure this story holds together as a as a story, but but yeah, I do. Like I said, I do. I do enjoy it. I'm not sure on these kinder people. So it's a race of of perfectly peaceful beings that don't talk. Well, the and males don't talk. Boredom, yeah, the know? males don't talk. The females yes. do, and the yes. females are telepathic. And they've got a a, a, a prophecy of a, a male that can talk. Yes, um, which. Is not set up at the beginning, which is a stupid thing to do. You can't, you can't halfway through when we meet a male that can talk go. Remember the prophecy. It's like no, you haven't. No. This needed setting up here. Yeah. You know somehow. Um, yeah, because but, uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. When um, the Doctor meets Richard Todd and we find out, you know, that there were six people on this base. Now there's only three. That's yeah. the point when you describe the the Kinder and say that, yeah, yeah, and tell him that there. That's the yeah, way you have a little situation. Because what you could have had is that Philip Rouse's character is new, he's only been there a week or so, and Todd's filling him in. Uh, Richard Todd, not Todd the character, uh, Hindle is filling him in. What was Richard Todd's um, character's name? So, uh, Saunders or Saunders. Saunders. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll, I'll try and remember that. Because yes. to me, it's just Richard Todd. Richard all the Todd, time. yeah. Yeah. But that this will be confusing. Richard Todd, yeah. yeah. Richard Todd and Neris. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'll tell you what I do like. The thing that I really like in this uh, story is this elsewhere where place that Tegan has gone into. The the filming of it and yeah. and the two old people is all quite creepy for 1980s yeah. Doctor Who. It is. It's very um, like uh, waiting for Godot, that sort of experimental play like I say I, I don't, God knows what I would have made of it at the time uh, this bit but yeah Tegan, Tegan they find some wind chimes and uh, Tegan falls asleep um, I don't know Australians fall asleep easily I suppose uh, and then she goes off into this uh, into her own head which is a, a very dark place it's a very empty space isn't very it very empty space yeah there's a lot, <laughs> lot of empty room in Tegan's brain strangely yeah, and she meets these this old couple. They're great. I really like them. Yeah, but but yeah. see, see, I don't know. I'm a complete ignoramus yeah. about the Mara, and you have said that they come back in another story. Is this ever resolved? Who these people? Do we see these people again no. in the other story? No, not at all. No. So who it's, are these people? I think it's just it's either aspects of the Mara, or it, the Mara's just playing with her. I mean, it could be aspects of her. We, we don't know that it's not her mum and dad or something. They're not the t two of the missing people from the um, dome. Could be, I suppose. They're a bit old. To... Be, yeah. But I do like it. I, I like the yeah. filming of it. I like this like harsh, yeah. monochromic look to it. But I tell you what it's reminding me of, and especially later when we get the bloody snakes as well, is uh, the video for Visage's Fade to Grey. Yes. There yeah. are sequences in that video... Oh, when this episode comes out on Facebook, I'll put the YouTube link to it, this which is, which is yeah. filmed just like this. And you've got old Steve Strange has got a snake painted on oh, his right. arm, right? Yeah, this, and, this is very pop video. Isn't yeah, it? and this, and I've looked yeah. it up. This this came out in '82. Fade to Grey by Visage was out in 1981, so um, it was only a year before. I reckon they pinched that idea. Yeah, I, I reckon so. This this bit always weirdly reminds me of um there was a, a comedy show called operation good guys and in one of it it's about this uh, incompetent police uh unit and in one of them they they make a, uh, a music video and it looks like this so i, th well, I don't know two I old duffers yeah. playing drafts well it's this sort of weird weird sort of stylization it's um but so perhaps it was just this was a uh you know a music video cliche by this point right Possibly, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I keep expecting someone in a 1980s suit to shamble yeah. across, yeah. singing. Yeah, um, we just need to rewind a little bit. Um, one of the other things I really don't like in this story is this total survival suit. Yeah, the TSS, oh. which I imagine in uh, in the script 
didn't resemble a cardboard box from a fridge painted up. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work at all. It's terrible. You know, it's yeah, it does doesn't work. It looks like a portable toilet, mm. doesn't it? You know, you get at, uh, at boot sales and that. It's it's shocking. Um, I mean, I thought that one in the Colin Baker story, the one with old Joan Sims in, you know, that big yes. robot thing. I thought that was bad, but this yeah, is worse. At least that had tracks. Yeah. This is quite obviously whoever's in it is lifting it up <laughs> and moving it about, isn't it? it do you it, think Richard? They actually yeah. got Richard to do that later when I you see so, yeah. his little yeah. face in there. I was in the Dambusters, as you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't put up with this rubbish. Um, what what what's weird on this though is. Uh, that we've got a main plot point coming up, which is Hindle is goes unhinged, but he goes unhinged before anything planet-wise yeah. happens to him. So, is it just a coincidence that he he's a bit mad? But it's always been the thing that I couldn't work out. It's like have we missed something. Yeah, all of a sudden he just starts having a hissy fit. Doesn't yeah, he? yeah, he just literally um, Richard Todd goes off. Uh, to, to try and find the miss the other missing people, it's like don't throw bad money after good, you know. It's or good money after bad. Um, he goes off, and the minute he goes off, that's the episode ending. Then it is where he shouts at Peter Davison, "I'm in charge now. I can do anything I want." Yeah. And he's starting to regress to childhood. So does this planet have that effect on on males? I don't. I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean he. <laughs> I don't understand what, what. Why do the natives have these uh, double helix necklaces? Well, we, again, we never find out um, because the, the the next one is not set on Diva Loka, so yeah, we never see these buggers again. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, the, doc, the doctor sort of says, uh, you know, the um, says to the doctor, "Do you not see anything unusual about their necklace?" And he goes, mm, "Could be a double helix," um, but we never find out why. We never really find out. Who these people are, because they don't—they don't really connect to the Mara at all, do they? It's not—it's not, it's not no. like they're on the planet to stop the Mara getting out. They seem as surprised as anyone. It's like, what the Mara? What? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like several stories in one been sort of cobbled together. The other huge plus point, I think, for this story is Peter Davison. I think he's excellent in it. No, no, he's good. He's yeah, good. He's I not think, breathless. Think, he's good. Yeah, he's finally. He's finally sort of figured out how he wants to play the Doctor, I think, in this one. Um, and really, really good. A lot of, uh, lot of good stuff in it. Um, but then there's we, a bad yeah. thing in it, which is not good. What is bad is the bloke from Blue Peter, who I'd completely forgotten yes. about. Yeah, I can't think of his name, but he was, he was later Blue Peter yeah. presenter. Um, he, he's, he's not, not an actor, like, is he? He's a presenter, not an actor. Yeah, he's probably not. I mean, again, this is uh, JNT's yeah. invite as many people from light entertainment and other shows in case I can get an in with them. Um, we do get a lovely line from uh, from Richard Todd, does he, where he says about the hostages, and P uh, the doctor says hostages, and he goes, "But we're only a couple." Yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah, so yeah. yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. yeah, old Richard Todd is given this box. Yes. And well, I, just just I was going to say, just before that, we um, we meet an old friend, don't we? Someone we know very, very well. The who? Alien Corridor. Oh yes, yeah. Mind, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good point. S still kicking about the BBC uh, yeah. prop room. I don't know if I've I, if I'm reading my writing properly. I've put old Bill. I think I mean Simon. Old right. Bill wants the area around the dome destroyed as yeah. the plants are hostile. Yeah, he's, Did he say he's, that? He does. He's decided that the trees and the plants are hostile, so the best way is to, to burn all the forest to the ground. Um, yeah, he's, he's definitely unhinged at this point. No. Um, he's, he's weirdly worked out that he can dominate the kinder by showing them a mirror. Yeah, I, 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 is, don't, yeah. I don't understand what that's all about. No, it becomes it becomes quite um, important in episode four mirrors, but it's not really set up enough what effect it has on them, other than that weird old uh, racist notion that 
if you show a Native a mirror or a photograph, they'll think you've captured their soul. souls. Yeah, oh dear, mm. oh dear. We haven't said that Tegan is is with that creepy bloke, and uh, and now there's two Tegans. Yes. And she well, starts having an argument with herself. Yeah. Oh, she could argue with herself in the lift, couldn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's um, that's Reg Hollis, isn't it? The creepy bloke with her. Is that really Reg? That's Reg Hollis. Yeah. He is creepy. He is. He's brilliant. I really, I think he does a good job. I wish he'd have been the main. Oh, villain. I thought later. Yeah. Wait, wait, and you said later we're going to see Reg. I thought you meant later in the season. No, that's no, no, that, never that Reg is, Hollis. Yeah, that's Reg Hollis. Yeah. Blimey. Does he look young? He, was, he does. He looks very young, and um, he's really good. Good at he's, he's really creepy. Well. I like yeah. I like all these bits in Tegan's mind. There's a phrase yeah, I never it, thought I'd say. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> when, when the only bit you're enjoying is the inside of Tegan's mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when she gets this uh, rubbish snake put on her. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what I don't know what this creepy bloke was doing, trying to I don't know wind her down or disable something in her brain but she finally agrees that she needs him and he transfers his snake onto her oh yeah sort of, there's got to be some sort of phallic meaning there yeah. um, and she goes all beetrooty she's she does, been yeah. eating some beetroot she's got I, like I quite, pink it's, teeth yeah, it's quite a simple effect but I quite like it it's quite creepy and Janet Fielding is much better as the possessed Tegan than the normal Tegan yeah Says something, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know. What, does that does that mean that act, actually she can act, and the Tegan is just a terrible character? But her recent return suggests she can't act. No, no. I, it's very strange, but uh, yeah, I don't get. It. But yeah, you you were saying about um, Richard Todd. He get he gets given a box, um, which we don't know what this box is, but we immediately, I suppose, thought Pandora's box or something like yeah. that. Um, and he opens it. And uh, yeah, he, he when he comes back to the dome, he's regressed to this very, very childlike demeanor. Mm-hmm. But unlike Hindu, he's not he's not vindictive or vicious with it. He's sort of a nice child. Yeah, and that's how episode two ends, doesn't it? With the doctor's ordered to open the yes. box. He's in that cage with Neris. Yeah. And, and Saunders and do you, did you get because because yeah um, Hindle's going open the box and do you think the game show yeah. <laughs> not go, when it's screamed like that yeah. bloody hell he is going over the top I really don't yeah. like him the, 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 I, I really like his performance no. strange isn't it yeah um, but yeah so uh, yeah that's the end of episode two they open the box um, but they don't at first they think nothing is in the box, but then uh, they get a vision of the kinder. Yeah, but before that, we have this little toy pop out. Oh yes, yeah, uh, like why, a snake why, thing. What? Why, why does that? Why? Why is there a toy in the box? I don't know. Did that happen to um, to Richard Todd as well in the TSS machine? Yeah, the, the little the, yeah mm. little thing for it. Who, who reset it for everyone else? Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know what's happening here, but evidently. If if you open the box and you're a female, you understand what life's about and yeah. what the kinder are. But if you're a male, you can't handle it. Yeah. So you regress into childhood. Yeah. Which is what's happened to um, Richard Todd. Um, we we've not mentioned. Part, there's two of the kinder that keep popping up. There's an old woman. Yeah. Uh, who's blind as they want to be uh, and um, this young girl who just I, I can't take her seriously because she looks like Greta Thunberg <laughs> and she keeps yeah it's like, oh she's moaning about something again she does yeah I haven't made yeah. that connection oh yeah just I, as soon as I notice it's like oh no yeah they have this vision as you say of the kinder and, and the situation and then they run out into the forest and they meet the kinder for the first time yes and another shock for me, because I didn't know he was in it, that Jester Clown Witch Doctor. Type. Oh, yeah, uh, Lee Korn, isn't it? He's for, I know him as the barman from Bottom. Yes, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I know him in, he was in a lot of Comic Strip Presents stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know? he always plays a slightly seedy character. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Well, he'll be running a porno shop or something yes, like that. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite, a, you know, I say they obviously spent a bit of money on the cast. Um, but I don't. They keep saying that the Kinder 
are like harmless, but they're not that harmless because they've got a mine, haven't they? In it. Yes. So, any species that <laughs> That's evil. the mine, yeah. You're yeah. evil. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Up until now, mm. old Blue Peter. Yes. Um, has uh, hasn't spoken, and that's fine. No. But now he, he starts speaking. Yeah, his uh, the character who's called Aris, which is unfortunate if you know Cockney rhyming slang. <laughs> um, I thought that as well. Yeah. So, <coughs> idea. Um, he uh, his brother was one of the hostages taken in the dome, uh, but nothing's ever made of that. It's no. like a big thing in episode one and two, and then it's like yeah, stuff like that. He's now the Mara. But yeah, he now speaks, and this is where he mentions that there's a prophecy that they should all they should all follow a man with a voice. Yeah, um, it's like you've got to build this stuff up, guys. You can't just throw it into the story. Yeah. It's not going to mean anything. I like that old woman mm. called Panna. I like the way yes. she just calls the Doctor an idiot. Yeah, stay with the idiot. Stay yeah. with the idiot for once. But, I mean, that would yeah. not happen in You Who because, of oh, course, the universe that, yeah. loves the Doctor. Yes, yeah, she would have to go, the Doctor, there's a prophecy about the Doctor as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it that everyone everyone just ignores the Doctor in this. No one listens to him. It's, it's brilliant. And Peter Davison just plays it so well as exasperated that no one's taken any notice. Yeah. But yeah, she's really, again, she's really good. She, she's got, again, a lot of chemistry with Peter Davison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she's sort of, She's trying to explain to him and show him what the Mara is because uh, it's weird that the doctor then says, "Oh, I've heard of the Mara." Yeah, does that ever? Yeah. Uh, no, I no? don't think so. No. Um, and then she dies, the old woman. Yeah. Um, what was her name? Panini, something like that. Panna. Panna. Panai. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she she's dead, um, and that's the end of episode three. But I, I've just put something happens because I'm not sure what's going yeah, on. I'm not sure what happens. All we've got fair. is that rubbish alarm clock, that very dated yeah. in the 80s alarm clock. Yeah, the doctor The doctor says it's like they're given a vision, aren't they? Um, someone breaks out the Quantel image manipulation software and we get a weirdly coloured sky, which again looks like a David Bowie video. Yeah. You know that one where he's a clown? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, ashes to ashes, that was. Ashes to ashes, yeah. Um... So I don't, I don't quite know what's going on. Uh, meanwhile, back at the dome, Hindle has decided to blow up the dome or to set in a security measure where he can blow up the dome. I love how he's got yeah. a big red button. We like yes, our big red yeah. buttons, don't we? We do, yeah. He's, um, they've decided to build a, uh, a model version of the city, um, which is great because it's like they're, they're so proud of it, aren't they? And he, he, he's... Uh, Richard Todd cuts out some little cardboard people and um, Hindu was going oh they're, so, they're brilliant they're so lifelike <laughs> and it's like they're rubbish yeah, yeah. But I, I enjoy it I, I, I like these two I could watch them all day it's just bizarre mm. uh, episode 4 we find out that, that the old woman's dead but her spirit has gone into the young girl yes she says I think they she's are one. had in her part yeah to be fair she was in charge. She yeah, she's died. She gave me a spirit. I'm in charge now. Uh, dodgy. Uh, Tegan, yeah, Tegan's been was asleep all last episode. We forgot to mention. Um, yeah. She worked. She's woken up again. Yeah. Does nothing for the rest of the no. story. Apparently, you're not allowed to go to sleep underneath the wind chimes because no. the wind chimes are part of the dreaming. Yeah, they say weirdly. They they say um, you can't go to sleep alone. You have to go to sleep with someone. It's a bit of rum mm. going on in that forest. I tell Sunny, you. very rum. Yeah, uh, I've now put. I, I've got a question in my notes. I've just hit it, and I've totally forgotten about it. Um, do you think, being in mind he was in Britain at this point, do you think James Cameron watched this? Because this is Avatar. Hmm. Yeah. Bear with me. So you've got telepathically linked natives on the yeah. jungle paradise. A colonial force that comes in. Yeah. Uh, they've got um, mechanical suits that they go out into jungle with. Yeah. You've got an older female scientist that's running all the stuff yeah. on it. This is um, this is just Avatar <laughs> on a budget that wouldn't have paid for the coffee on one day <laughs> of Avatar. Yeah. Well, you say about the, uh, the 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 body suit thing. Oh, good grief! That that. That TSS, you know, trying to stomp around and look threatening is yeah. terrible. 
it doesn't work, does it? Um, yeah, Aris um, has decided to that he's got to build a TSS out of bamboo, and that will protect it. I don't know why this is why this is happening, because the Mara doesn't appear to be an idiot. No. So why does the Mara think this? Um, but yeah, Adric Adric decides to come out in the TSS, but unfortunately, because it's controlled by your mind, it's beyond Adric. Hope, <laughs> And he uh, he accidentally shoots the the, the Aris in his thing, um, and it's a very very confused. I won't even give it the grace of calling it a fight scene, but it's very very confused. What's happening? I don't understand any of this. It's like what what what? I mean, we we cut back to the base, and Hindle's now in a cardboard box for some yes. reason. Yeah, uh, he's, he's hiding in a cardboard box, but. Richard Todd spoils the surprise and he gets a bit uppity. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 a good. I like I I like it. It's good. What's not good? You can't like the end where they defeat Aris with um, mirrors. Well, this yeah. So they they say that evil can't face itself. So therefore, evil is frightened of mirrors. It's like I don't know. And then the doctor goes, "Well, that's all quite logical, is it? <laughs> is it, mate? So yeah, so." They, they need to force the Mara to come out of Aris. Uh, and to do that, they have a lot of mirrors lying about, which are comically painted on the rear side to look like uh, that bolt-together shelving that you used to get. Yeah. But it's painted on. None of those holes are real. It's, it's so badly done. I get a feeling this was, like, last-minute stuff. Um, but, yeah, they, they, uh, they trick... Aris into it coming into the mirror and then the Mara because it can't stand the sight of itself or it, it's not a Blue Peter fan um, it leaves his body but it's just ludicrous because the Doctor's going close the gaps if there's any gaps it can get out and it's all open at the top yeah um, and then we get the thing that, that that killed this for most fandom couldn't get past this which I think is a very, very minor point, and it doesn't look that bad, is we get the big old snake. Oh boy, don't we? Yeah. But before that, the snake comes off his arm. I don't know oh, how yes, that yeah. happens. No, the snake, the, the Mara enters the real world, for some reason, um, and become a rubber snake, slithering about. Um, this vague, uh, like, Garden of Eden type stuff going on, isn't there, with snakes? And oh, I suppose. Tegan throws an apple at Aris oh, I forgot him. about the apple. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh dear. But yeah, the, the the Mara eventually disappears up its own Aris um, <laughs> because it can't can't stand the sight of itself. I, I don't blame it really. No. Do you think it was going? Oh my god, I look fake. What's going on? It's shocking, isn't it? Yes. What's even more shocking is on the uh, on the, the Blu-ray set they just they decided to. Uh, redo this bit and create a CGI snake and it looks worse oh because CGI is inherently shit yeah it looks terrible okay and it's like why would you bother just accept it yeah oh. mm. okay um oh um H Hindle or whatever his name was yes he's back to normal so's old Richard yeah because it now turns out that the box is actually a healing device and I don't know what it's a handy box set, isn't it? Yeah, it's very handy. It's got a lot of stuff in it. Um, so, yeah, he's back to normal. Richard Todd's back to normal. Um, and Richard Todd's just going to wander off into the jungle because he quite wants to stay here. I yes. don't know why. What's he going to do? At least he, they didn't have him dress up in a tea towel. Oh, that would have been bad. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to see that. Um, no. We're getting a really nice sort of little farewell scene between the Doctor and... Neris, um, which is great, and it's like ah, and then they go back to Tardis, and everyone remembers Nissa. Yes. <laughs> and she comes out, and it's like, uh, what's been going on? Oh, nothing. Do you think she ever found out what went on? I don't know. I don't know. Bless her. Mm. No, so, as I say, I, I, I wasn't too impressed by this story. It was all all very pedestrian and rather dull. It's definitely a very slow burn story. It's not. Like I say, I, I shudder to think what most kids would make of it, especially now. 
Um, it'd be interesting, I don't know whether uh, next time, whether we do Snake Dance when we get to the Fifth Doctor, just so you can carry on. Um, what the hell are you going to make of Snake Dance? I do not know. See, I thought you were going to say, yeah, this is all explained in the subsequent no, story. No, no, I don't think so. To the point where I'm not entirely sure that that Snake Dance wasn't a separate script, and they went, this sounds a bit like the Mara. Oh, yeah, it's, oh okay. Uh, yeah, it okay. doesn't explain a lot. Uh, right, uh, I, I've got a couple of things uh, oh, yeah. for behind sure. the scenes. Um, I'll, I'll read this one. This is a, a lengthy um, paragraph. Um, it was plagued by studio problems with camera flare that oh, yeah. eroded the five-day studio schedule to the point that there was no time left for some of Peter Grimwade's more innovative shots. The chief oh. casualty was the depiction of the Mara snake form in episode four. This was originally going to have been achieved in a completely different manner, but the time crunch meant that Grimwade had to resort to a less than convincing puppet. So I don't know so what. It was last minute then, yeah. But what were they going to do? I don't know. Unless they mean the story would have been the same, but they would have done it with inlaid models or something. I don't know. I wonder what it would have been. Or maybe they were going to switch to this dream time. Yeah, yeah, pr- yeah perhaps to. Which would have helped it no end, to be honest. Um, I, you know that does explain a lot why why this looks a little bit shoddy. Mm. If uh, yeah, if they have problems in the studio. Yeah, and the other snippet is John Nathan Turner disapproved of the uh, original final scene, right. in which Sanders and Hindle link arms and walk into the forest holding a flower. He feared that this would appear too campy. That's a surprising thing for him to say. Isn't it? <laughs> the yes. man in Doctor Who. Yes. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I suppose it's a different time, isn't it? Mm. Uh, but, <coughs> I, I mean, was that even in the script? Because story-wise, Hindle and, uh, Hindle and um, Saunders, Anders, whatever his name is, it, weren't even friends were they no. so that doesn't make any sense it would make sense if you know they hadn't reverted back to themselves yeah and, if they stayed childlike yeah that could have been interesting maybe, like, maybe that know, is yeah. what originally was going to happen yeah, yeah could be yeah uh i don't know who, who is our adversary today um i think it's gonna have to be the mara in because it's in it's got various forms you've got Perhaps we should do it in three forms. So you've got the in Tegan's mind form, right. the Tegan and Aris, and the big snake. Okay, we've got three yeah. adversaries today then. Yes, yeah. All right, let me just write this down, because otherwise I'm not going to remember. Right, so so we've got uh, Reg Hollis. Yeah, Reg basically. Hollis, uh, and I suppose the two creepy old yeah. couple. The snake. The snake. And, and the Aris. Uh, Aris and Tegan. Okay. And who, with beetroot juice on her face. All right. Who do you want to talk about first? Uh, should we do them in order? Let's all right. Do, uh, let's do Reg first. Reg. So suppose, all right. Yeah. The design of Reg. How does uh, Reg look? I, I think it's great look. It's really creepy. Um, I, again, I, I don't think I've ever seen photos... Normal, you know, with normal light in normal effects of what this makeup was, but under these conditions, it looks really good. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, and I do like the creepy old ladies, uh, the old lady and the, the gentleman, very, very sort of almost vaudeville style. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like these creepy ones. So design-wise, I'm going to give them a. I'm going to give them a seven. A seven. Well, I gave them an eight. Yeah. All right, so that's seven and a half. And how effective is he? Um, I think Reg is brilliant. I think he's really creepy. Um, he's very, yeah, he's, he's good as, I suppose he's like the devil, any the serpent. Yeah. In this muddled sort of mishmash of, uh, of theology. Um, I'm going to go up to uh, uh, an eight and a half for him. Eight and a half. Okay, I stayed at eight. Yeah. Okay, so that's 8.25. All right, just whip my calculator out. 
or 7.5 divided by 2 equals, well, it's 7.875, so that's 7.9 for oh, old Reg. That's unusual, I Let's find out shortly. But before that, yep. let's go for up the Aris and up Tegan. Aris, yep. um, Tegan, I like. I really like her performance. Yeah. Immediately, she's doing different things, and when she's speaking, really good. But then Aris comes along, and he—he's not an actor, is he? No. He's just not good at all. Um, we didn't see enough of him to warrant that this is any different. I don't know. What happened to him at the end as well? Just like, oh, he's got not got the arm anymore. He's fine. Yeah, it just dropped off his arm. Yeah. But what do you think of their? I mean, really, their look is uh, a bit of beetroot stain on their teeth. Oh, we haven't mentioned also that that snake he's got on his arm. He hides by putting a plastic (laughs) vine round it, and nobody questions why have you got a plastic vine round your arm? Yeah, it's like oh, uh, he's got a plastic vine round his arm. That's normal. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, the worst worst bit of concealment ever. That um, I quite like the the beetroot look around the eyes and that. I don't know why anyone doesn't go, "What's up with him?" Yeah. But so design wise, I if we go with the beetroot, look, yeah, I think that's alright. I'll give the I'll give it a six. A six. I gave it a four because it's yeah. just it's just a bit beetroot, isn't it? So that's a five for I design. <laughs> And how effective is Aris and Tegan? Um, if it was Tegan on her own, I think she would get a higher score from me. Yeah. But he really drags her down. They're, they're, he's just not effective at all. Throws any good stuff that they've I don't know why they did, other than the fact that they didn't have Tegan for that episode. It would have been better if Tegan had been the one possessed all the way yeah. through. Yeah. It would have made so much, added so much to this. So I, I'm going to have to drop down to a, a four. For a four. That's what, Actually. What? I'm going to drop to three. A three? Yeah. Okay, he I stayed me. at four. He is annoying. Yeah. All right. So that's a final of 4.25. Yeah. All right. And then we got Snakey Boy. Yes. Hissing Sid. Right, so if you saw a photo of this big puppet, mm. this pink and white yeah. puppet. If... If you saw a photo when you went, oh, and then you read the write-up and it said uh, the, the the natives do a festival with a large paper mache snake, you go, oh, okay, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But this is meant to be a real creature, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it is weird. I mean, it, it's a snake as far as design, so design-wise, I, it's, it's a very poorly done snake. Uh, three. Okay. I gave it a two. Yeah. So that's two and a half. And how um, effective? Effectiveness. I, it's not at all. It's not scary. At no point do you believe it. It makes no sense that it's trapped in a ring of mirrors when it's not even looking at the mirrors because it's towers 12 feet And it above grows them. above the mirrors. Yeah. yeah. It makes no sense. Um, I, I'm going to have to give it a zero. It's totally not effective. Oh, Ooh, okay. I gave it a one. Yeah, Okay, jealous. so that's a half. Right. So that's a, a final tally of one and a half. Right, so let's put them in their caravans. Uh, okay. Let's start at the, stop at, start at the bottom of the, of the yeah. park and move up. So we, we start at the bottom of the caravan park at, at Caravan Zero, where we've still only got Mickey Orton and the great architect. I wonder how long it'll be before somebody else joins that caravan. It's got to be, Annie. It's got to be yeah. soon. We'll move up to 1.5, and in 1.5, what a quality caravan this is. <laughs> the snake crazy. is uh, uh, joined by the Scovox Blitzer. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, the Slither. Oh, yeah, the William Hartnell thing. Yeah. yeah. Ergon, that chicken thing. Oh, yeah, the chicken thing. And the Kipling, that stupid oh, stuffed cat thing. Yeah. What, what a cheesy caravan that is. That is pretty bad, isn't it? And Not then good. Aris and Tegan yep. are sharing a caravan with Sontaran Val. Who was Val? Was he the chocolate eater? No, I think I, I think the chocolate, chocolate eater goes lower than that. Yeah. Um, the Solitract. Was that the fish eating vampires? No, that wasn't the one. No. Solitract. I was listening to Google it if if you're unsure. 
the fast return switch. Oh, right. Okay, so it's in with a rubber band. Yeah, um, and the planet, the spiders, spiders. Okay. Uh, I mean, they, yeah, I don't know what we'd say about that caravan. It's not a good one. No. And then finally, we got Reg Hollis in 7.9. There is indeed a caravan 7.9. And uh, here we go. We have, in fact, one of them is uh, from not too long ago. Uh, We have the Servant of Sutek. Okay, yeah. Okay, the Candyman. We scored him too high. Yeah. Do you remember? We only. We we went in this caravan only a couple of weeks ago. Uh, The Ice Empress Iraxa. Yep. Earthshock Cybermen. And finally, the reason we were here only a couple of episodes ago, the controller, old Aubrey. Oh, right, okay. Oh, that's, yeah, Aubrey and Rach Hollis together. What What a combination. Yeah, Yeah. that's a scary caravan. So you like this story far more than me. Yeah, I like it, But is it enough to put it in your top ten? No, no, I don't think so. It's, um, I don't watch it very often, but when I do sort of go, yeah, I'll revisit it, I always enjoy it. Okay. Um, even though it's slow, boring, I suppose it's, it, it truly is a guilty pleasure. Right. It's um, a nice way of summoning it up. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, well, next time, what are we doing next? Isn't it the uh, the Millennium Companions? It is. the. That's right. Yeah, Millennium Companions. Yeah, we've got... <laughs> oh, <God>. We've, <laughs> we've got a vote that, on them. Prepare that lower-end caravan. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. Yeah, oh. so this is... This is Rose, are we. I know we're calling it Millennium, but are we going up right up to date? Yeah. Doing? Yeah. So Rose to. Who the hell was the latest companion? Well, that says it all, doesn't it? That you don't remember. I can't remember. Who was it? It's um, it's uh, what's her name? Isn't it Yaz. Wasn't she the only one left at the end? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So Rose to Yaz. We're not going to count. All the classic companions that showed up. No, 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 no. These are all the appearances of the the new companions that we've never seen before. This is going to be... I I don't know how exhaustive a a review this is going to be because that's an awful lot of stories to watch in only one week, isn't it? I think we're going to have to go on our gut feeling. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Because there's quite a few, aren't there? There's there's ones I like, Nardo and that, I've forgotten about. Uh, I'm going to have to make a list, I think. Martha, she was all right. Martha, yeah, she was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we've got to discuss Rose. And we start with Rose, don't we? Yeah. Bloody hell. All right, okay. Well, that's that's in a week then, if we can stand it. Yes, yeah. We'll have to agree on a list as well because yeah, yeah. This is going to get a confusing one. Yeah. Who do we class as a companion? Is is uh, Captain Jack a companion? Yeah. Is Mickey yeah. a companion? Is Mickey? Is Mickey an actor? <laughs> Has he gone to jail yet? What's going on? Um, All right. Well, we'll sort that out and we'll come back in a yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Ian. Yes. Okay, listener. Yep. See you for that then. Nice one. Thanks. Right, Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.